When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, I think we're live. Oh, geez, I just kind of barely made it. Um, Watching a little bit of soccer. I was doing an audio check, but we're here. We're ready to roll. And it looks like uh, Island Resort is here. What's going on? Hope you're all doing well here. Mina, welcome. Maria, Sita, geez, a lot of familiar names. Ario, how are you? Yeah, we're going to do some Q&A today. I'm getting a little bit of an echo. I hope you're not. Yeah, we're going to do a little bit of uh, English Q&A today. If you want to improve your English, I will be live for about an hour, 50 minutes, somewhere around there. I hope to be speaking clear English to help you improve that English. I think one of the best ways to improve your English is by listening And then I'll be taking questions. So hopefully it's a win-win. Hopefully you'll have a little fun. That'll be a little win. And hopefully you will improve your English. One thing I'd like to do to start off with is I'm just wondering if you could put in the chat, what country are you from? What country are you from? Get to know each other a little bit better. I do know some, Wendy, how are you? I do know some countries that people are from. Aroni. He is from Italy and he is going to be moderating the chat, making sure everybody plays nice, but most people play nice, but just in case they don't. Aroni. He is going to take care of that. I also want to let you in on a little something that I'm doing for the first time on a live stream is I'm doing a giveaway right now. I am on summer break. We might call it. I don't have to go back into school for a couple weeks, like 10 weeks, maybe something like that. And so I have a little extra time during the week. And what I would like to do is give away today, a 30 minute conversation with me. You can practice on your speaking if you would like to have me help you with your pronunciation, or we can just talk. You know, that is a good way to practice your English. So, all you have to do to be entered is just leave a comment, hashtag talk to me. Hashtag talk to me. I have a little giveaway tool. There are currently zero people signed up. But I will keep checking it throughout the chat. I think I can share it with you. Yeah. And the fine folks uh, at StreamYard have this giveaway tool. So all you have to do is enter the hashtag talk to me if you would like to win a 30-minute conversation with me. Now, I can see you might not want to talk to me. You might say, no, it's good. I'm just learning here. That's cool. I don't need to actually talk to you. That's fine. So 
two things. Which country are you from? I would love to know. SEO Woo, I think she's here as well. Well, hey, she is. Hey, how are you? How are you? So it looks like I have a question here. Oh, ooh. What's the difference between dissatisfied and unsatisfied? Jeez, I don't know if there is a difference. So one thing we should take a look at is the prefixes here because those can really help us. If you're satisfied with something, that means you're you're happy with it. I hope by the end of this live stream, you are satisfied with the way I teach. Hopefully you leave this live stream satisfied. If you're dissatisfied, hmm, dis always means not in front of it. If you have a prefix dis, it means not. So if you're disinterested, it means you're not interested. So I, I hope you're interested in this live stream. I hope so. But let me, are they both words? Unsatisfied. It sounds right to me. Um, but dissatisfied. Actually, they actually both sound correct. Yeah, so I would say that there is no difference. Why do we have that in English? Huh. Okay, so I just looked it up, and they, they both appear to be words in English, and I think they both mean the same because that prefix un also means not. So let's think of your shoe. If you tie your shoe, that's probably a good thing, probably safe. You won't be tripping over your shoelaces. But if they're untied, ooh, that could be risky. Untied, not tied, unsatisfied, you're not satisfied, dissatisfied. I, to me, they seem the same. They seem the same. Disinterested. Oh, I hope you're not. I'm, I'm going to try to make this stream interesting for you. here hey ksa what is that the ksa i don't know what that is ksa i should know what that is i should know what that is abbas how are you ah jake and now i know i know where you're from but i'm not going to say it maybe you will uh you will put that in the chat south korea south korea uh what's the difference between to listen and to hear, wow, this is another great question. And then I think another one, like the first one we had, like these are basically the same thing. Like, I hope you are listening to me speak right now. I hope you hear me speak right now because I think it will help you with your English. I, I like to listen to music. Right now, I hear music. I actually don't. So I think both of these words are really, really close to the same. I mean, we use them a little differently. I think listen is more active. Like, I hope you are listening to your teacher. That means a little bit more than hearing. Hearing, it has less of um, an active quality. You might just hear the traffic you know, the noise from the traffic, you might hear the noise 
from the traffic, you probably don't like it, but you might listen to the birds singing. So we do both things with our ears. They are pretty much the same, but I think when you listen to something, you like it more, you're more engaged, you're more active. Hearing, it just might be something that you can't help, something that you can't control. I hope that helps. The allergies are strong today, my friends. The allergies, still suffering from the allergies. Luckily, I'm not coughing too much, though. Is this thing working? Let's see. Do we have any? We have one entry so far. So there is one entry. At the end of today's live stream, we will be doing a drawing for a 30-minute conversation with me, you and me, mano a mano. I don't think that's English, but sometimes we say that. I think it's Spanish, mano y mano, right? Isn't that Spanish? A couple more questions here. I saw a couple really good ones too. Thanks for the questions. Yeah, Henry, man, don't feel bad. It's all part of the process. Henry says, hi, Brent. I listen a lot every day, but why do I still feel like I can't speak? Hey, greetings from China. Welcome, man. Um, I feel the same way in Italian. I think it's one of those things where you just have to keep working at it. It's part of the process. I think for most people, the listening and the reading, it comes before the writing and the speaking. The writing and the speaking, you have to produce the language. Keep working at it. It's going to happen. I promise. I promise. Keep keep working. There's a guy I love on YouTube. His name is Matt versus Japan. And he says that he's a native English speaker, but he learned Japanese to a really high level. If you speak Japanese, check out his channel because from what people say, Japanese native speakers say this guy sounds pretty close. And what he did was for five years, all he did was listen, 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 listen. And then one day he realized he could speak pretty well. Now, once he could speak pretty well, he continued to speak and that way he grew a lot more. But listening is a huge key. I know Ario is in here. Steve Kaufman, one of our favorites. He knows like 15 languages, he says. He thinks maybe 20 different degrees. He knows English really well. That's his native language. He knows French very well, but he can even speak like Ukrainian and Russian. And he believes a lot in listening, listening, listening. So keep it up. You'll be surprised. One day, might be a year from now. I know you want to speak. I know that's the goal of most English learners, right? Is to learn how to speak. It just takes a lot of time. When you see um, those YouTube channels that say, oh, speak English in 30 days, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It takes a long time. In fact, if you could put in the chat, how long have you been studying English? Is it one year? Is it two years? Is it 30 days? If it's 30 days, 
something tells me you don't understand me right now, but keep listening. Um, there is a key. It's called big, big word here. Comprehensible input, comprehensible input. So you want the listening that you're doing or the reading that you're doing to be comprehensible. That means to be understood. Now, here's the key. When you're first starting out, where do you find material that is at a set, such a beginner level that it's comprehensible, that you can understand it? That's the tough part. That's the tough part. So maybe at the beginning of learning English, which I think most of you are, are past, it's a lot of memorizing, jotting down notes, jotting down English phrasal verb, a fancy way to say writing down something quickly, jotting down. All right, back to the questions. Lots of good questions here that I have missed. All right. Amina, thank you for becoming a channel member. Brent, what does it mean when someone calls you a punching bag? Oh, Amina, I love this question. I hope nobody calls you a punching bag. Something tells me that they don't call you a punching bag. But let's think of what a punching bag is. It's, it's a bag you punch. Imagine that, a punching bag. It's a bag you punch. So boxers when they're training to become boxers they will use a punching bag if someone is a punching bag they are always taking hits and what i mean by hits is that people are always making fun of them people are always doing mean things to them a punching bag can't stand up for themselves and i know there are some phrasal verbs there but let's say, let's say there's a sister and she has a little brother. Okay. Maybe they're like seven years old and five years old. Well, the sister is much bigger. And so she may push the little brother around. She may call him names and he can't do anything about it. He may cry to the parents. Hey, stop, you know, but a punching bag is literally taking abuse from somebody else. They can't stand up for themselves. They can't fight back. Hope that helps. Nobody has called you a punching bag, Amina, have they? Hey, if they do, let me know. I will hunt them down and I will tell them to apologize to Amina. Yeah, so Maria is from Messi's country, which of course we all know is Brazil. Ooh, those are fighting words. In English, if somebody says something really mean, we say those are fighting words. It makes you want to fight. Now, of course, she's from Argentina. Messi, Argentina. Yeah, I, I actually have on the, the France hungry game right now. If anybody cares, it's 0-0. I watched uh, Argentina earlier this week. Who did they play? Who did they play? Paraguay? I can't remember. Messi. He was, I didn't realize Messi isn't that tall. I think he's like five, six. And that's how we, that's how we say height in the United States. I am five ten, which is just a little above average. 
five six would be considered short. So, messy. He, he can pl- he can play soccer pretty well. He's an okay soccer player. Uh, that's what we call it, soccer. Jake, Nijin, how are you? Welcome here. Welcome. Just checking the chat. Zayed, how are you? Hey, Diego's here. Hey, Diego. Now he, I don't know if he said it, but he's from Brazil. He's from Brazil. You know what? Hey, if you haven't yet, could you give this video a thumbs up? It helps other people find the chat and learn some English. Let's see. Oh, yes. This is a good one. I think I saw this earlier. Thank you for asking it again. Uh, Hang on. Sita, how many times can I type talk to me? It's just once. It will record it just once. We have we have only two entries right now. So we only have two entries. I would say your chances, they're pretty good. Pretty good right now. Pretty good. All right, where was that question? Judy had a question. Nope, July. July. Where are my glasses on? Where are my glasses? Ooh. Maybe I should put my glasses on. July. I'm sorry about that. What's the difference between ashamed and embarrassed? It's a good question. And I think it's another one of those where like they're so close that they're almost interchangeable. You can almost use them the same way. Um, Ashamed might happen over a longer period of time. So I might be ashamed of the way I speak Italian. It's pretty bad. It's not good right now. I might be ashamed, but I could also be embarrassed. I could also be embarrassed. I have, um, I don't know. We got, we got, um, we call them zits and I'm 45 years old. I should not be getting zits. When I had a beard, you can see the zits as much. So I might be a little embarrassed of a zit I have zit, but I wouldn't be like ashamed um, man, somebody's family could be embarrassing. Maybe they're just really loud. Whenever you go out to a restaurant, people always look at them. So you could be embarrassed by them and you could also be ashamed. So I would say those two words are so close that I really can't tell the difference. Like there might be a difference. If you look it up in the dictionary, you might see there is a slight difference. But what I am saying, native English speakers, I don't think see that as much of a difference. They're always, um, you know, something that you don't like, something that you don't want other people to see. Hey, Mega, Mega, know where Mega's from. She's from India. All right, Maria. Yeah. Okay. Going back to the listen and to the hear. Yeah. Here. It might be involuntary. Big word used by Maria. Involuntary. In is another prefix we will often put in front of words that means not. Like un. Dis. So if something is voluntary, you do it by choice. 
You can volunteer at a soup kitchen. So we have soup kitchens in my city. And if somebody is homeless, less at the end is a suffix that all it means without. So if somebody is homeless, they are without a home. They may go to a soup kitchen. Some people volunteer to work at a soup kitchen. Kitchen, They do it by choice. They probably don't get paid. So if something is involuntary, you don't have a choice. You have to do it, which is why you may hear the traffic. Can't help it, but you listen to the birds. Thanks, Maria. Thanks, Maria. Look at this. Aroni. Thank you, sir. Hey, I, Aroni and I were chatting a little earlier, and I wanted to talk about your podcast. Aroni, if you want to learn Italian, he's a great English, uh, he's a great Italian teacher, speaks great English as well. But his podcast is rated higher in a country I can't remember. We'll talk later. But um, I have a podcast. It's called Learn American English with this guy. So this stream, hey, if you're listening on the podcast, hello. But um, And if you're listening from Hungary, the podcast was like second. It was ranked number two for language learning. But Aroni's podcast, I will get that information to you. It's actually ranked higher than mine. English, Italian. Nice job, Aroni. All right, ciao, ciao. I'm sorry. I can never say that. Ciao. I'm trying. But John, in English, how are you? What does it mean to set the bar high? Set the bar high. We talk about that with expectations. When you want something to happen, you want it to happen really well. So if you set the bar high for language learning, for learning English. Maybe you say this week, I am going to study two hours a day. Now for me, that would be a lot, two hours a day, but you're setting the bar high. You want to really learn English quickly. You're going to devote a lot of time to it. Setting the bar high. Um, Man, I would like to think When it comes to English teachers, I'm setting the bar high. I'm trying to do a really good job. Try to exceed expectations. Do better than you think. Set the bar high. It's a good question. I hope I, uh, I hope I answer that correctly. Wendy, welcome, Wendy. I don't know where you're from. Can I guess? Better not guess. But I'm thinking, oh, thinking Cambodia. Could be Vietnam. Please let me know in the chat, Wendy. I should probably hydrate before this question. All right, what's the difference between a crow and a raven? I mean, there is a difference as far as I know. Where I live, we have a lot of crows. I think ravens might be a little bigger, at least in my mind. Um, a lot of crows, what would we call the noise they make? Squawk. We might say they squawk. 
But there is a very famous poem in English called The Raven. It's a black bird. I just think the raven is bigger than the crow. Both birds, both really dark, like completely black. But I think ravens are bigger. Yeah, I think so. But see, you know, I'm not... look. So I don't want to look it up because we might find the actual difference. But what I'm trying to do is make it a little easier for you. Um, if you're learning English, even a native English teacher, right? Like doesn't know the real difference. You probably won't need to know the difference either. I think one's bigger. The raven might be bigger. But if you say crow, like in my mind, a crow, they're all around. They're a little bit of a nuisance. Like they're just squawking all the time. If you leave your trash out by the road, ooh, prepositions, English phrasal verbs. If you leave your trash out by the road, there's a truck that will come and take your trash once a week. In my neighborhood, it's Wednesdays. But if you don't have a lid on the trash can, guess who gets into your trash? The crows, they will spread your trash all around. So there's a story with a crow, phrasal verbs in there. Hopefully you could picture that in your mind. And when you heard those phrasal verbs, you're like, oh, I know what spread out means. Something like that. I hope. Ooh. Sorry, yo. Native speakers of English use a lot the word literary in their speech. Okay, you hear literary quite often. Um, if you hear literary, it means writing, but a higher level of writing. So Stephen King, you may have heard of that author. I wouldn't say that he was a literary author. Literary is... English writing, but it's a little higher. I might say authors like Edgar Allan Poe, he might be considered literary. So it's just a little, it's like a higher level of English reading or writing. It comes from literature. If you've ever heard that word, literature, it's just not any old type of writing. It has set the bar a little higher. And a lot of times it's a classic. Maybe it was written a hundred years ago. So I hope that helps. Oh, Joe. Oh, good. Always like to hear when things work because that's the goal. That's the goal. Now I didn't see the comment about Mr. Mark. I'm sorry, Mr. Mark, Mr. Mark. Talk to me, Gloria. You are entered. How many, let's see, how many people do we have entered? We have, I can't see that. Is it three? Three entries. If you would like to uh, spend a half an hour talking with me, three entries, which makes me think people don't want to talk to me. And um, I understand. I get it. I get it. I don't, I don't know if I would want to talk to me either. Thank you for the good vibes, Anish. Thank you. What? I'm smiling. To, I'm trying to smile. 
Trust my. I think. Wouldn't you want um, your English teacher to try to smile a little bit rather than? Uh, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be. When? When's this done? Oh, what? We have an update in the soccer game slash football game. Hungary just scored. They are up one nothing, or the British might say one nil. What? France? How? How is this happening? Still in the first half, but hungry. Where's Nori? I hope she's watching. Danny is from France. I hope she's not watching. But she's in Italy right now. So is she now an Italian soccer fan while she's in Italy? Probably not. She's probably going to stay true to the French. Ah. All right. Jake. Jake from South Korea. How are you? Ah. Hey, India is in the house. I know Mega is from India, but welcome. What's the difference between, or what's the difference with different and difference? Right. So um, you could say that those two cars are different. Maybe one is yellow and one is blue. So those two cars are different. But you could ask the question, hey, what's the difference between those two cars? Oh, well, One's blue and one's yellow. So it's they both mean the same thing. We just use them a little bit differently. Mm. There's the adverb to different and difference. Differently. We just use them a little differently. So with differently, I am describing the verb use. So often with difference, we put the in front of it. So what is the difference between those two cars are different? Hope that helps, Jake. Yeah, English. Sometimes there's like very little difference between the two words. And sometimes there is a lot of difference between the two words. They're, the two words are very different and can affect the meaning. Sometimes. Sometimes. Good to see. Good to see from India. Welcome. Let's see. Okay. Italian. Yeah. It's Sita. Hey, if anybody would like to become a member, by the way, I don't think I've mentioned this, but after this live stream, we are going to do a members chat. Some silver members will be coming on camera. It'll be, it'll be just us though. So you don't have to worry about too many other people seeing you. But if you would like to sign up to become a member, right there, there are some things that happen. We um, we get together once a week usually for a chat on Sundays. Sometimes on Saturdays, we get together for a chat on YouTube, bonus videos, things like that. If you want to become a member, it's a couple bucks a month. Down there in the description, I think there's a you know, join button. Check it out if you would like. Second question. Oh, skipping through the chat here. I saw somebody had a second question. Let's talk about it. No. Okay. Um, Mega. Good question. Good question. So don't use the word crow for noisy people or for your students. You might hear that actually. I, I probably don't use it too much, but if somebody is crowing the verb, if somebody is crowing, nice job, Mega. If somebody is crowing, 
it means they're saying things you don't want to hear just blabbing blabbing is another way to say like talking nonsense talking nonsense all right okay so maria is saying that one is a noun difference what is the difference we put that article in front all right but different is an adjective that makes sense maria that makes sense thanks for helping out maria's always helping out second question here let's get rid of this banner i mean if you want to join you would join right i don't need to leave that up for too long um second question Ooh, hand gestures I haven't read this yet. You're not you're not talking about the middle finger, are you? We can't we can't this is a family channel. No. Oh, quotation marks. Okay. Whew. Not the middle finger. Okay. We're safe. I didn't think you would ask about the the middle finger. Okay. So about hand gestures like quotation marks when giving a speech, they show two fingers of the hand. Okay, what does this mean? All right. Um, okay. I'm trying to come up with a, with a good example. Okay. Let's say now my own children, but I won't use my own children. Let's use some other children. So oh, let's use my students because sometimes they get in trouble. Like, okay, let's say I have an assignment and it's due Friday in my class. And when I go to collect the papers, one of my students says, oh, I'm sorry. I, um, I forgot about uh, the assignment. I, I, I had a, a soccer game. Oh, you forgot, right? Oh, you had a, a soccer game. So that would mean like I'm quoting them. I'm saying their own words, but I don't believe it. I don't believe, it. oh, you forgot, right? That means like you just don't care, right? You didn't do the assignment because you didn't care. You forgot. Sure. Right. I hope that helps. But we often use those quotation marks when we are being sarcastic, like when we don't really believe. Now I'm watching, I'm watching hungry right now. Um, and they're celebrating and it's halftime. Don't celebrate yet. France is too strong. Come on. Come on, hungry. Act like you've been there before. We say that in English, usually about sports. But when one team is getting too cocky, when they think too much of themselves, we might say, act like you've been there before. Act like you're supposed to beat France. I can understand after the goal, people cheer. But you shouldn't really still be cheering at halftime, right? We got another half of soccer to play. Easy now. Easy now. Henry from China. I want to ask you about shadowing practice. I don't know if it's right. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. So Henry is saying, I don't pause the video and then speak the sentence. Yeah, that's okay. With shadowing, especially if the teacher is speaking slowly enough and you don't care what they're saying after, you might not have to pause the video or pause the audio 
that's a, that's a habit that I have that I do just so I can concentrate on my own pronunciation. And I think shadowing will help you with your speaking. It will, but um, it will help you definitely more with the pronunciation. You're still not creating the words yourself, but it will definitely help you speak more clearly. So yeah, I encourage shadowing. I have made some videos. Um, the U.S. states, I try. That's a It's a lesson like this where I'm sitting down and speaking into the microphone. So I do try to come up with some sentences that might be tricky. Maybe they have a lot of S's in them or they have some T's. I think we did one for Texas, tourists, Texas. It was, it was kind of tough. So I said it a few times. It will just help you make your mouth do those movements you might not have in your own language. And the T sound for some people, especially the TH sound, depending on your native language, but the th th that where you have to stick your tongue between your teeth, even that, that's a hard sentence to say, right? When you have to stick your tongue between your teeth, it's just not common in a lot of languages, the T, th, th, th. but of course, you know, English. Oh yeah, the Italian language, Amina. Yeah, I'm a fan too. Uh, I like most. I like most languages. They sound cool, and I wish I could speak them. Uh, and I don't even know why I picked Italian, but I'm glad I did. But yeah, it's pretty cool. Jake says Maria is very smart. Hard to argue. Hard to argue with that statement. She is pretty smart. I think she is pretty smart. Very smart. I'm on. Hello. Thank you for becoming a member. Did you already answer the question about dexterity, agility, flexibility? I don't know if I did. But let me do it right now if I did, etc. I don't know what the etc. is. Um, just if anybody is wondering, like etc. That I think that might come from Italian, by the way. Um, it just means the more, like more things. Uh, let me take those three right now, though. Okay, this is a good question. Dexterity. When we talk about dexterity, we're talking mostly about the fingers mostly about the fingers. So for you to write, you know, think about a little, a little kid for you to write, you have to have a high degree of dexterity to get your fingers around the pen and to write dexterity. Somebody playing the piano has to have very good dexterity. Somebody typing really quickly, you know, you want to build up that dexterity agility okay when i hear agility i'm thinking bigger i'm thinking the whole body if somebody has dexterity they would have quite a bit of agility in their fingers but when i hear agility i'm thinking whole body so soccer players they have to have a lot of agility they have to be able to move their whole body 
quickly. Flexibility. We might describe someone as flexible. That means having a wide range of motion. And people practice this, you know, they'll get down on the ground, spread their legs, try to bend over, work on their flexibility. Athletes work on their flexibility so they are less likely to be injured. Okay. So hopefully those three, they're all very close, but slightly different. Need to hydrate. Hope that helps. Right. What's Maria saying? So for example, you can see things that are different when you see that they have differences. (laughs) Not a great example though. (laughs) He, he, that's good. Oh, Danny's here. Danny. Um, Hello. Have you seen the latest? Have you seen France is down one nothing to Hungary, Danny? Are you worried? Are you worried? Hey, yep. Just remember, if you want thirty minutes of conversation of tutoring, you no, know, put in the hashtag. We have seven entries, and I will be drawing this in about ten minutes. So yeah, if anybody would like to chat with me for 30 minutes. We work on whatever you want to work on. I might be just listening. You hear me talk enough. I might just, I might just shut up and let you talk. And you might say, Hey, can you correct my pronunciation? Yeah. If you want me to, do you just want to chat, work on that speaking? Yeah, I'll do whatever. I'll be quiet. It's up to you. So just um, put hashtag talk to me in the chat. And I will be drawing that in about 10 minutes because I think it's 10 minutes, right? From now, we do have a members only chat. So this chat will end. And then some of the members in here, maybe Amon will will join us. Amon, Maria, Danny. Yeah, Danny's on vacation in Italy right now. Lucky her. Sometimes we say that when we're jealous of somebody. So Danny is vacationing right now in Italy. Oh, lucky her. You could say, oh, lucky. That's what little kids sometimes say when they're jealous. Oh, I wish I was in Italy right now. Lucky. Hope you're having fun with your family. All right, let's get rid of that. Oh, Adriana from Poland. She's entered. She might win. I think she's, um, oh, thank you. I'll try to keep smiling. It hurts my cheeks sometimes, though. To smile too much. JK. JK. Sometimes we say JK. We're just kidding. Now, what's up with my internet? It is saying that my internet is uh, is slow. Right. Oh, speaking of JK, look at Abroni. said JK. He said JK too. Look, wait, what? A little plug there for Argentina. Who's going to win the, oh, what, are, what do you call Cupo, Cupo, American. The Copa, 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 Copa American. Yeah, who's going to win it? Is it going to be Argentina? Is it going to be Brazil? Fighting words, fighting words. Alina's here. Welcome. Oh, literally. Okay, well, that's a whole different thing. Well, let's let's talk about that then. Thank, thank you, Alina. 
Alina, I think is from Russia. Um, so literally let's do, that's way more common by the way. Okay. So literally, um, I use it quite a bit too in the lessons I make because you know, I think it might be just, no, it's because I watched some British YouTubers and they use literally as well. Actually, they might use it more. I watched this guy, Simon Wilson. Actually, he's from Wales, but um, he uses literally. So it means actually. Well, literally, literally means it happened. Literally, literally means it happened. But we don't often use literally the way it should. Okay, this is confusing. But we just put literally in our sentences to prove our point, to make it more important. So let's say I just went grocery shopping and I know Amina often goes grocery shopping on Saturday mornings. My wife, Jamie, guess what? She's grocery shopping right now. So let's say there was a long line. That's what we say in the United States. We don't say Q. Let's say there was a long line at the grocery store. And I come home and I'm mad because I had to wait 10 minutes in line. I could say it was literally a mile long, like literally a mile long. We use miles here, not kilometers. Sorry. So if it was literally a mile long, that line would stretch a mile. It wasn't a mile, but I just wanted to use literally just so the pe- person hearing me speak would realize like I was really mad. Like, how about those students? Okay. How about those students uh, that didn't turn in that homework assignment? I could say that I literally reminded you yesterday. Like I literally just reminded you. So oftentimes we don't really use literally the way it's supposed to be used, but you could probably throw in literally to most sentences. I think something like that. Raphael, you nailed that. I could not agree more. William Shakespeare was one of the best literary English authors, like literally, literally he was one of the best literary authors. Is that confusing? Like literally. He was the best literary author, literally. Sunshine from Armenia. Whoa, whoa. Welcome. Oh, dear. Oh. Okay, this is a tough one, but it took my brain a second to think. Ooh, sunshine coming back with a difficult question. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Let me take a drink. This is some upper level stuff. Okay. Those two words are emphatic and, I'm sorry, empathetic and emphatic. Seriously? Okay. If somebody is emphatic, if you're, it means you really mean something. If you are emphatic, you really mean it. Okay. Like I'm emphatic right now. Like I literally 
want you to do that homework. I cannot be any more emphatic. If you're empathetic, if you're empathetic, this is tough sunshine. It means you can feel how somebody else is feeling. One of my Facebook friends today, okay, she posted that she lost her father. She lost her father this year. Her father died, okay? Tomorrow in the United States, we have something called Father's Day, right? Where, where all the fathers are, are going to get like, hey, gifts. So I was feeling a lot of empathy for her. Excuse me. And that, that what I mean with that, when I feel empathy for someone, which is where the word empathetic comes from, if I feel empathy for somebody, it means I can understand how they feel. So I was feeling very empathetic for my friend who tomorrow will have Father's Day for the first time without her dad there. Like that's, that's pretty sad. It's pretty sad. Whew, sunshine. I had to take a breath after that one. That was a tough one. Vaseline, how are you? Oh yeah, thanks. What? I don't know that one. How to enter the, oh, talk to me app. Okay, I know that. Yeah, okay, I think you have to put hashtag talk to me. Just put the hashtag talk to me. If you want, um, I think you can copy and paste. Gosh, I hope they don't enter me into it though. Um, I'm not going to put that. Just hashtag talk to me like you did. I think it might have to have the hashtag. Right now, we have 11 entries. So I need to draw for this pretty quickly because the members chat will be starting in like a minute, right? I think a minute. So Ashraf, how are you? Wash hands. Wash hands. Definitely need to wash our hands, right? All right. Oh, it looks like a boom. Jake, I think you're entered, man. So if anybody would like to enter, I would love to talk to Jake. I would love to talk to everyone in here for 30 minutes. I just wish I had, I just wish I had the time. Madi, welcome. Hey, Madi, since you're a member, make sure you slip over to the, uh, the members chat in just a minute. Members, before we get out of here, just check the members tab for the link. I know in the past, it's been hard to find that members chat, the members only chat check your members tab, go to community, check the tab. You should be there. If you're a silver member, check that. Come on camera if you want. All right. Ari. Oh, all right. I would love to talk with Ario. Come on. I would love to talk, but you can only enter once. Like that's the thing. Don't, don't spam the chat with that. Not that you were spamming, but, um, it only, it only registers once. So let's do that right now. Let's go for it. Okay. I've never used this. I'm a little nervous, but good luck to everyone who entered the talk to me. Talk to me. Yeah. I think it only does it once though. Brian, what's going on? I have a, I have a friend. Wait, what? I didn't see it. I missed it. Amina, if you join us for the members chat, ask that again. Sorry. Hey, Madi from Saudi Arabia. Okay, everybody in who wants to be in? Everybody in who wants to be in? 
Oh, Yawin. Another member showing up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the beach. Well, I'm going to be doing a video from the beach. Um, Nori, another member, she suggested a, a lesson about bone. That will be coming out later. And I did it at the beach. And um, yeah, fully vaccinated people, I think, are able to come into the U.S. I know Europe is opening. So let me do this really quickly right here. Oh, what is Zabeda? The hashtag, if you want to win a 30-minute conversation with me, you know, I, I get it. Some people might not want to. Like, I don't want to talk to that guy. I get it. I get it. But if you want to, let's do it. Let's do the drawing. Give you a second. Marty. I'm just, hey, we, what's going on? We from New York. Hope everything is doing well there. Hope you're having a good vacation. All right. We have 11 entries. I am going to draw this. You'll see some names flash and then let's do it. I, I, I'm nervous. I don't know who's going to win. Good luck to everyone. Okay. Okay. Where is it? Yawin. Yawin. You and I. And it's very easy for me to get with Yawin because she is a channel member. I know her on the Discord server. So Yawin, you and I will find out a time when we can sit down together. We'll talk for at least a half an hour. Who knows? Maybe longer. But I am pretty excited. Can't wait to get to know you a little bit better. I love talking uh, with people who follow the channel. That's why I go into Bob the Canadian's chat so much is when I talk to people, I learn a little bit more about them. And then I also learn how to teach people better. I think I know what people need a little bit more after speaking with people. All right, Yawin, that's awesome. We will talk soon. Thank you to everybody who joined this chat. Again, if you are a member, head over to the members only chat. I am going to start that up and just give me a minute. If you can't find it, check the members tab. The link is there. And Eroni, I will be sending you the link also. Okay. Thank you, everyone. We'll do this again next week. How about that? Hope you had fun. Hope you learned a little something. If you're watching on replay, thanks for watching. If you're listening on the podcast, thanks for listening there too. Adios, amigos.